Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I have been so excited to talk to so many different horror authors, and I'm definitely excited to talk to Andrew Adams. He's the author of a short story anthology called Symposium of the Reaper, and he's here with me today. Hi, Andrew. How are you today? Good. Uh, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Yay. Thank you. I'm excited. And I'm also ready to dive into your your collection. Can you... Just go ahead and get everything started for me. What is Symposium of the Reaper? Uh, basically, it just started out as me just writing short stories in the horror genre. You know, some of them are humorous. Some of them are slasher, psychological horror. Basically, a collection of whatever I wanted to do. No rules, no themes, just basically horror and dark fiction. And then that became volume two as well. Is this one the volume two? I currently have two volumes out. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. How many stories would you say is in this book? I do 13 per volume. So as 13. Of now, so you do yes. the unlucky number. Is that on yes. purpose? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> can you tell me about maybe one or two stories or, that we can expect in there? I know you said there's a wide variety, but I would love to know at least a couple of them. Sure. I could just go over the first couple in the first volume. Uh, okay. The first one I wrote was called Pavor Nocturnus. That was the first short story I ever wrote. I just sat down. It, it was about three o'clock in the morning and I just scribbled <laughs> it down really fast. And that means night terror, uh, basically. Gotcha. And that's the very first uh, story in the first volume. The second one is called Dance Macabre. It is about a, an undertaker in a graveyard, and he's spending time with the inhabitants there. I guess I could be <laughs> <laughs> having a good time with the inhabitants. That was the second one I wrote. And then the third was called Chorophobia. It's about a high school student on Halloween who likes to dress up as a clown. So you're hitting all the elements of horror here throughout yes. the whole book. Yep. And that's, that's what I love about doing it is I get to just do whatever whim hits me at, at any time. <laughs> is there one type that you love more than the other that you kind of gravitate toward the other meaning like ghosts versus slasher, things like that? Is there one that you really enjoy? I think I or enjoy the psychological ones. Yeah, I, I, like, I like them all. So <laughs> that's good. I think the, the slasher ones are a little bit more fun for me to write. Maybe not as scary as some of the other ones, but mm -hmm. just as a writer, those are the ones where I get to really be free and do whatever I want. And really, really gory stuff. Every time I read those, I get really, I get really excited about them because I think they're so much fun to read. But I always wonder, like, you guys as authors, how you write them. You know, like, I always imagine these, like, dark rooms and close curtains and you guys do nothing else but, like, write those, like, nothing else beyond writing so that's how that's how us readers imagine it so don't crush the image that i have <laughs> so, sure. absolutely so what made you want to do these anthologies these short stories versus expanding your story into bigger books i think i have a very short attention span i think that's part of it <laughs> so, as most people do 
I have a lot of ideas and I like to touch on a lot of different moods and themes. So this was perfect for me because I get to, you know, within one volume, I get 13 different ideas versus when I do novels, you're spending maybe six plus months on one singular idea. That can be kind of tough. Are you wanting to work on a novel? Uh, Yeah, I have two novels out now. Gotcha. Okay. And that was what I did first was uh, I did a novel. That was my very first one. Kind of didn't really know what to do from there. So that's why I started writing short stories. So what else can we get out of these books that you have, especially Symposium or Reaper? Besides pure entertainment, what can we expect? You're going to get a lot of philosophical stories. You're going to get a lot of psychological stories. Terror. You're get some, some terror, <laughs> some humor. Basically, I grew up a, a huge fan of Goosebumps and Tales from the Crypt. Me too. Yeah. We're like so. on the same wavelength. I love Tales from the Crypt and I love Christopher Pike. But yep. Christopher Pike's always been my favorite. He's like the pre-Stephen King for me, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's kind of what you're going to what you're going to get is you're going to get any variety. The beauty of it is it's not only for kids. Some of the stories are, they would be kid friendly. And then some just absolutely aren't. It kind of depends on the story and how far I'll push things. Usually within decent taste, at least. Oh, okay. Within the books, is there one or two stories that you really, really have hold to your heart? It's almost like picking a favorite child, but it's I'm going to ask you too, anyway. <laughs> Is there sure. one that you really, really like, enjoyed writing? The one that I mentioned before, Chlorophobia, um, okay. that was in the first volume. That kind of rings true to me because as a teenager, I used to walk around on Halloween dressed as a clown because it used to scare people. No, and that I was you. Clowns. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love clowns. Oh my gosh. I'm not scared of clowns in general. Like, I don't have mm-hmm. a phobia or anything like that. But I always tell people, as much as I read horror or watch scary movies, there's only three in my life that if I watch them, I will get nightmares. I can watch certain ones all day and I would love it. But And one of them is Pennywise. I mm. will absolutely have a nightmare. That and Hannibal Lecter. So, Andrew, what else can you tell me about you as an author? Um, as an author, I like to, like I said before, I like to dabble in a lot of different themes and different ideas. So, you know, one novel to the next, it could be a different genre entirely. I am a horror author at my core, but, uh, my last novel I put out was more of a thriller than anything with horror elements. So I like to just kind of follow the inspiration and whatever that may be at the time. I like to keep things dark. Probably won't have a happy novel from me, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, we're, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's more interesting when you deal with dark subject matter. It's a little more heavy. It hits right. closer to home. Right. So okay. that's that's pretty much it. You're going to get a lot of different variety and a lot of themes and genres from me. So, So how has it been since you published these short stories? It's been interesting in the best way. <laughs> How so? Uh, you got to tell. We got to tell. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have a day job like anyone else. And mm-hmm. this is kind of like my my private life. And I love it. And the reception's been great. And I thank everyone for reading and reviewing. And I wrote these several years ago, actually, and I just never published them. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So once I finally did, 
the reception was so positive that it it uh, it really inspired me to keep going. So we should be expecting a third one. Of yes, the I'm oh, almost done with nice. it now. Nice. What is the plan for that? Is it still going to be 13 stories? Is it coming out this year or? Not positive on the release date. Yes, it will be 13 stories. It will be the best one of the three. Guaranteed. It's going to be longer. It's going to be more thought out. It's going to be much more horror. So I'm one of those readers that's I'm ready for it. And I'm one of those readers that, you know, you guys spend months and months or whatnot crafting anthology crafting these stories and and i would read it in like a day and i'll be like so when's the next one you know (laughs) even though you guys take so long yeah you know it's such a long game but i'm just like okay i'm ready i'm good i need the next one now (laughs) of course yeah it kind of worked out in that sense that like i said i did write these several years ago so it by the time i finally got them out i had a back catalog ready to go is there also a character that you really, really enjoyed writing that you maybe want to bring back? Or there's one that just kind of lingers throughout different stories? I know you said you had a favorite story, but is there a character that you also really enjoyed writing? Yeah, there's been a lot of them. One of my favorite actual characters was in the second volume. Uh, I had a story called Eye for an Eye about a vengeful mother. I really enjoyed writing that character because it was a lot of fun just to kind of dive into that aspect of it. And it's set in the 1700s. That's kind of the fun part for me is that I get to do any genre, any time period, anything like that that I want to. So I'm kind of jealous that you you can kind of narrow that down after having so many possibilities, though. So a lot of authors that are starting out that I've talked to before struggle with knowing when to finish a short story Mm -hmm. because you are so invested in your characters. And even though you know the outcome, you know the ending, there's a struggle, there's a fine line between keep going versus ending it, you know, as a short story. How do you handle all that? Or it just comes naturally for you? It comes naturally. I would also say I'm my own worst critic, which is good and bad. (laughs) <laughs> so the good side of it is that you're very critical of what you're doing. So you know exactly when like, okay, that's too much. Right. Also, I would say the biggest thing is to just follow whatever creative instinct is in there. Uh, if something tells you we're done, that's probably a good sign to stop it there. And I would much rather leave people wanting more than feeling bored for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know. Horror story. I don't know how anyone can be bored because I think... <laughs> I think the way you guys craft these stories is pretty brilliant. So I don't know how you do it, but. <laughs> I wish I knew too. <laughs> <laughs> how about now? What are some movies or books or shows that really get your juices flowing when you're writing? That's a good question. I I mean, I'm a bit out of the the modern pop culture only because, like I said, I do have a day job and a lot of my mm-hmm. A lot of my free time is spent writing as opposed to reading, unfortunately. I will say that a lot of the independent horror authors that I've come across have been fantastic. A friend of mine, his name is uh, Mason Marks. He's an independent horror author. Uh, People like that, I think, are more inspiring to me at the moment. And then as far as modern movies, I would say uh, I really enjoyed the new Evil Dead movie. That was a lot of fun for me. I was just talking to somebody about that. We're actually going to watch the first one all the way to the newest one. Oh, that would be fun. 
Right. So I just, I've never seen any of them actually. Oh, wow. Surprisingly, honestly. Yeah. I'm so jealous. I just watched the, <laughs> I just watched the first one and it was, it was great. And I actually, I told him, I was like, this is very much like Cabin in the Woods. And he's like, where do you think Cabin in the Woods came from? You went the opposite way there. And I was yeah. like, oh, you're right. And I even thought, I think I would have appreciated a lot more if I watched Evil Dead first before I watched Cabin in the Woods, you know? Probably so. <laughs> and I actually started watching Twilight Zone, the the original mm-hmm. one. God, it's way ahead of its time. I'm only on like the third episode or so because... I watch a lot of horror stuff and it's really, truly brilliant. Like I think Twilight Zone is one of the best stuff out there. So that's pretty relevant because stuff like that is definitely a huge influence. You know, Twilight Zone was great. The Evil Dead, the whole franchise is a huge influence. So I kind of tend to lean a little bit more towards the classic side mm-hmm. of things, whether it's books or movies or TV shows. Hey, but I have to say, I love Chucky. I love Child's Play. Yeah, that and sure. Pottergeist are like my two top. I don't know what it is. I can watch Pottergeist, I think, over and over and over. I wouldn't even get bored or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That and the sound of music, which I know it's totally out of left field, but still, sure. <laughs> still, yeah. it could be relevant. It's all relevant. It's all relevant. <laughs> so, what else can you tell me about your work or your work process or even any publishing things that you can tell me? Yeah, it's it's been a doozy. Um, that's. <laughs> As far as publishing goes, my novels and short stories are self-published. The publishing business, I've learned a whole lot about just as far as getting out there and getting into it and self-publishing as well. It's just, it's been a learning experience nearly every day. It's been a ride. It's been quite a ride. Any tips? Because I'm sure a lot of people, that's the part that they hate the most is doing that part of the work and also the marketing part of the work. Everyone has told me that, you know, us readers think that writing is the difficult part. And they're like, no, it's all, it's a marketing, having to sell yourself part. It's tough, especially, I think a lot of writers are probably a little more uh, introverted, maybe. And to put yourself out there can be tough. I think the biggest tip I would say is just trial and error. You know, don't be afraid to try something. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. Just keep going. So, Andrew, where can we get your books? Uh, they're all available on Amazon. They are available elsewhere as well, like Barnes & Noble and pretty much wherever books are sold. Uh, Amazon would be the main place, though. And then my Instagram is Andrew Adams Author, and that's my main social media. I have a Facebook as well. I don't pay attention to too much. <laughs> I think Facebook is dying, though, even though... They yeah. own Instagram, but I think Instagram is still, you know, relevant. Definitely. Like we're always on Instagram for and sure. TikTok is kind of hit or miss for me. So I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't understand but, it much myself. But. Eh, yeah. I'm way, yeah. Maybe, maybe because I'm way too old for that. I, I don't know. I mean, it's fun to kind of watch it every now and then, but to, to create a whole content, it's a whole thing. I think it's a whole other job. I say, yeah, really you know, it is. just doing that. I want to say thank you for coming today and talking about your work because I think horror authors deserve a lot more credit, to be honest. And I love short stories like this. It does remind me of reading Goosebumps or reading Christopher mm-hmm. Pike or watching Tales from the Crypt. I think it's 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 just ne- we just need more of this all the time. I think. <laughs> yeah. Any last minute thing that you want to say before we go today? 
Yeah, sure. I do have a novel finished that will be coming out at some point. Nice. Uh, that that one is for sure down the line a horror novel. Of course, I don't have a course. release date quite yet. <laughs> is it this year? That's hopefully. I hope so. But yeah, you know, a lot of stuff, all the strings that get pulled late this year, early next year, something like that. Yeah. Are you able to tell me a little bit about it, what it's about? Or is it a hush-hush um, thing? <laughs> no, not necessarily. It's a psychological horror. It is the most horrific thing I've written yet. I'll say that. Oh, so, and that's all you can give me? That's it? <laughs> you can't give um, me a little baseline, anything? <laughs> it's It's based on dreams and nightmares and things of that sort. Yeah, it, it would be hard to go too much into it without giving things away. Ah, you kill me, Andrew. You kill me. Remember, I'm a horror fan, so I get I get excited and I, I'm so impatient. I, authors have to be so patient when it comes to publishing and everything. But us readers on this side of the table, we're always impatient. We want to know immediately. We want to be able to read it immediately, everything. So nothing you can give me, huh? <laughs> It's tough. I put a lot of time into this one. It took me nearly a year to write. Uh, Usually I write pretty quickly and this one took a long time. So I'm hoping for good things. So I hope you come back to talk to me when you do publish that book, because I definitely want to dig deep into it, especially when it's a horror novel and it's psychological horror. This is like right up my alley. So <laughs> it is set in the 60s, if that helps. It's mm. a little bit of a throwback. So, okay, so you gave in a little bit there. You yeah, a little bit. And then uh, the third symposium volume should be out again later this year, early next year. Hard to put a, an exact timeline on it. And then I will say for people who enjoy that series, the third one is the last one. Oh. Sorry. Man. But after that, I'm going to transition to more goosebump style short novels as opposed to short stories. Yeah. You know, instead of doing a whole collection of short stories, we're going to do around about 100 page uh, novels instead. Short novels. Deal. Okay. Yes, definitely. I love how there's like a progress into this. Like there's a short stories and there'll be a short novels. This is so cool. I love what this world that you've created. I just hope I was hoping you'll give in a little bit more, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> well, I'm an open book on it as far as you know, what anybody wants to know, but the novel's kind of a little hush hush symposium. Right. I have total control over that's I own all that. So I can talk about that freely. Okay. Well you have, which is, which yeah. is nice. Well, I'm yeah, glad you sure. did. Well, Thank you for introducing me to all of this that you've you've created. I don't know what time you have with a full-time job and doing all this writing work. I mean, I'm really fascinated by this and I'm glad that you at least carved out some time to talk to me because like I said, I don't know what time you have. Anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, I think just a big thank you to everybody, uh, especially as an independent. It's every single person that reads or buys or reviews a book is, uh, I mean, it's worth more than I can even say. And then even yourself, uh, for having me here, this sort of stuff is massive for independent authors. So, uh, definitely thank you for having me. Yay. Thank you. I will talk to you next time, Andrew, when you 
either have your next volume out or when you have your big horror novel out. And I hope you, I hope you answer my my emails and stuff and don't ignore <laughs> me. So <laughs> oh, I'd love to talk about it. <laughs> Yay. Okay. I will yeah. talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast, where just for a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book and about her cats too. See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.